An entitled boss refuses to allow my husband to take any time off when I'm giving birth to our child. So as a result, we decide to get malicious. And instead of taking time off during the pregnancy, my husband decides to take an entire month off out of spite. And despite his boss's best efforts to try and get him to go back to work, not only does my husband take off the entire month, but as a result, this boss ends up getting fired. Here's what happened. So for some better context, at the time, my husband worked overnights at one of the largest supermarket operators in North America. I was about six months pregnant at the time and the store he worked in had a change in who the store manager was. And when I went shopping, I used either a wheelchair or a scooter with a cart on it due to a disability that makes it difficult for me to walk around under normal circumstances. So originally, we had felt pretty lucky that between all the pregnancy tests that I had done to confirm that yes, I am in fact pregnant, as well as the ultrasound and the latest due date that we had all been given basically fell in the first week of September. So my husband had planned to use one of his weeks of vacation that week and then use his paternity leave after that week so he would be able to be there while I was in the hospital, in recovery, and for the first few days of our baby's life. His boss seemed genuinely confused by the request. The manager in question was 22 years old, he was single, and called his truck his baby. So he very clearly did not understand where we were coming from. But he did end up saying something along the lines of, hey man, it's your vacation. You should use it how you want to. Then, about a week later, I came home from one of my doctor appointments, finding a message on our answering machine saying, unfortunately, I have to deny your request for vacation as well as a paternity leave in September as someone with more seniority has put in for those days off as well. I hope this doesn't cause problems between you and your wife. Now, when I heard this, I burst into tears on the spot, but my husband said he'd go talk to the person who requested requested those days off, explained that he asked for that time off because it's when the baby is due, and see if he could offer them something to give him those days off instead. Unfortunately, it was one of his co-workers who was going to have major surgery and needed that time off to recover, so he couldn't ask him to trade vacation weeks for us. So, to try and work around this, my husband put in for time off for the second week off in September, and even that was denied. He then tries for the third week, and it's denied again. But this time, his boss tells him that he won't be able to use any of his vacation time until October due to his position and who has time off. And that's when our malicious compliance comes into play. We realized that because this boss was new, he probably didn't realize that my husband had been saving all his vacation days, PTO and paternity leave. When we added up all the time, it amounted to three weeks of time off. And if we worked it to start around when his days were off, he would be able to be home with the baby from October 1st until November 9th. His co-workers on the night crew and several of his friends on the morning crew felt that he had been seriously shafted by the new boss, so they all got in on this plan. We waited until the boss's day off, and that's when my husband put in the schedule for the time off that he was requesting, which was approved by the scheduling manager and the night crew manager. This was in July, so the only thing left to do was wait. Our baby was born in the early hours of the morning, about two days before our earliest due date, after 29 hours of stage 2 and stage 3 labor. I ended up having an induction due to the fact that I had been in early stage labor since the beginning of August, and it simply wasn't progressing. When my husband called the night shift manager to say that I was going to the hospital to give birth, he told my husband to call in if he was going to miss any more days of work, and they would make sure it got covered. It wasn't PTO, but it was considered an excused absence. 
After I came home from the hospital, my mom started staying overnight with us temporarily to help out with preparing meals, taking care of the dog, as well as household chores. Also, I could focus on taking care of myself and the baby. That first month home was pretty rough, so I was relieved when October rolled around and I finally had his help 24-7 and my mom was able to take a break. So first up was the three days of paternity leave. On the morning of the fifth day of this 40-day long vacation, the boss woke me up at 6 a.m. wanting to talk to my husband. I told him he was feeding the baby and asked him why he was calling. He said he was checking in to see why my husband made no phone call and did not show up the night before. And I said to him sarcastically, oh no, that's terrible. I'll go get him right away. I put the phone on speaker so my husband can talk to his boss while he's feeding the baby while also ensuring that I could hear everything. The boss very smugly informed my husband that his paternity leave was over and since he didn't come in the night before he would be written up for a no call and no show. My husband said yes I know my paternity leave is over but my first week vacation started last night. The boss sounded confused. He said uh first vacation week? I said to him yeah I have three weeks. I was going to use one in September one in October and one in November but since you told me I couldn't use any of my PTO until October I decided to just take all of October off to be with my wife and my newborn. The boss sounded stunned. He said, I'll call you back after I look into this. Now, I don't know how I managed to stay silent and not laugh at this conversation, but somehow I did. We got a call back later that day that went something like this. The boss said, yeah, I'm going to need you to come into work tonight. I never would have approved your request for time off if I knew you were going to take a whole month off. My husband responded by saying, you didn't approve it. The night manager and scheduling manager both approved this, so I'm not coming in tonight. The boss then said, thinking that this was a gotcha moment or something like that, um, I didn't approve it and I need you to come in tonight. So you will be here at 10 on your regular schedule for the rest of the month or you will be written up. But my husband then said, no I won't. I submitted the request in July and you never denied my request. It's been approved by the other managers and it's already started, so it's too late for you to deny it now. And all the boss could say after that was that he will call us back and try and figure this out. After that, my husband called the union steward to confirm that he was in the clear and they say that he is. We got another call the following Sunday, which was my husband's next day off, asking if he would be coming in that night since he wasn't listed as being on vacation in the system. My husband simply asked him, am I on the schedule? The boss responded by saying that he isn't. So my husband said, then it's my night off, so no, I won't be coming in. He hung up after that, but we got a call like that every night my husband wasn't on the schedule due to it being one of his regular days off and him not being marked as being on vacation in the system. Some of the ladies in the bakery and deli section of the store put together a card shower for us and gave them gift cards since we never said anything to them about when my baby shower was or where we were registered, which is honestly a mistake on our part. Later that week, I made a trip into the store one afternoon to pick up some stuff and introduce them to the baby and my mom came along too. While we were over there, the store manager came up and said, you must be his wife. I was feeling petty, so I pointed out that we would have met sooner if he didn't have a habit of running away and hiding in his office when customers approached him. I don't know if that irritated him or not, or if he was planning on saying this next anyways, but the next words out of his mouth were honestly incredibly shocking. He said to me, you don't look like you need help with the baby. Your husband said he was taking time off to help you with this baby because you have a disability, but I guess you don't, huh? Now, when he said this, the baby 
bakery deli girls just glared at him, and my mom went pale, because she knows I usually react very strongly to those comments. But my mom also raised me to be civil and mannerly, so I just smiled and said to him, I seriously hope you don't talk to your employees like that. That can get you fired. Bless your heart. And one of his employees told him I was right, so he sulked off. He seemed so desperate to find any reason that he could to try and force my husband to come back to work before the end of the month. I started wondering if he was being petty and might try to retaliate after my husband came back to work or if he was just desperate. So I called one of my husband's co-workers. Remember when I said this boss was 22 years old? Well, he also had a habit of bragging about how he started working for the company as a cashier when he was 17 years old and worked his way up to the management position in just five years flat. At some point after the baby and worked his way up to the management position and did a walkthrough and it turned out his dad was the district manager and he didn't work his way up to management as he was just a Nepo baby. That burned bridges with more than a few employees. Then he turned up in a brand new truck and said with a year-end bonus he was going to get, he could pay it off in one go. Since my husband was on paternity leave, he had to work overnights to make up the slack. He had never showed up to cover overnights when they were shorthanded before that. So we figured that he was desperate to get my husband to come back because working overnights was cutting into his dating time. Finally, the end of my husband's vacation time came to an end and his boss called him up. The boss said, you used up your paternity leave and your vacation weeks. You're coming in tonight, right? But my husband responded by saying, no, I still have PTO days left this year. And since I won't be able to use them all between November and the end of December and they don't roll over into the next year, I decided to take them right now. The boss then asked him, well, when are you going to come back to work? And my husband responded by saying November 10th. The boss called back the next day to tell my husband that actually he had used up his paternity leave while I was at the hospital giving birth. So he would have to use PTO to cover that while also claiming that he had used a week of PTO when he took me to the hospital when I was supposedly going into labor, even referring to it as a fake labor. So actually, according to the boss, he would be coming back to work on November 1st. My husband then called the union steward and filed a complaint that his boss was retroactively deciding what counted as paternity leave, as well as what counted as PTO, and is trying to force him to use PTO days to cover days where he either went in late or left for a couple of hours and then came back and stayed late to make up the missed hours. He went in to fill out some paperwork and we didn't hear back from his boss again between then and when he got replaced at the end of the following January. So in the end, my husband and I truly got the last laugh. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That boss is super obnoxious. You can clearly tell that he's a Nepo baby and he obviously doesn't understand how the world works. I mean, seriously, that level of entitlement is just disgusting. I can't imagine going after somebody who had just had a baby and trying to demand that they come back into work. Not to mention the fact that they kept denying their PTO request and stating, um, no, you're not going to be able to take off PTO. Not till October. So to me, it's honestly fantastic that this couple decided, you know what, we'll just take the entire month off and there's nothing 
nothing you can do about it. Because this boss was completely out of line. He was calling them incessantly and treating them terribly in the process. I mean, what kind of jerk would seriously imply that this wife was not only going through a fake labor, but also didn't have a disability or need her husband around to help take care of the baby? Like, talk about being young and incredibly stupid. But thankfully, this guy got fired and he got replaced, hopefully, by someone who knows what they're doing because this boss was super incompetent. And hopefully, the original poster and their spouse never get treated like that ever again. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. An entitled Karen rips up our packaging for our baked goods, demanding that she has the right to handpick her baked goods, despite the fact that she contaminated and destroyed many of our baked goods in the process. But I decided that I wasn't going to take that sitting down, as I got revenge and put that entitled Karen in her place. Here's what happened. So I used to work at a bakery during COVID. We had a display case installed for donuts, individual buns, and croissants, as well as a wide variety of baked goods. It was self-serve, which I thought was odd to implement during this plague times, but whatever, not my choice, right? It was about halfway through my shift and I was working solo. After the first hour, all the breads and such were packaged, and the rest of my shift typically consisted of standing around to help customers and restock the shelves. I had to use the washroom, so I put up a small sign saying that I'll be back shortly. Two minutes after I left, I was paged back to the bakery. I finished up what I was doing, washed up, and headed back to my station. There was an angry looking lady there, and she was using her bare hands to tear apart a 12 pack of dinner rolls and take the ones that she wanted, while shoving the rest into the display case. Immediately, I asked her what she was doing, and she said to me, I've been waiting here for 10 minutes, and nobody came, so I decided to just help myself. I needed 5 dinner rolls, and there were only 4 in the case. Now, I was honestly over being polite to customers like this. As I worked in a rich neighborhood and there was a high amount of Karen-type folks, usually I was made to give them whatever they wanted. But unfortunately for this Karen, I unleashed years worth of suppressed customer service torment directly upon her. I looked at her and said, I'm sorry you had to wait. However, I was here less than five minutes ago and I know you're lying or at least completely exaggerating. Furthermore, if you had waited 20 minutes, it doesn't give you the right to start tearing into packages that you haven't paid for with your bare hands. You just simply can't do that. Do you understand now I have to throw away everything in the display case simply because you contaminated it? Not to mention that you can't just rip open a sealed label package and pick out the ones that you want. You're lucky that we don't charge you for everything you touched that now has to be thrown out. Her face was red and she started to argue back at me. I cut her off and said seriously and she looked incredibly embarrassed and still very angry. Now rather than saying anything else, she took her bag of buns and headed straight to the cash register. Now this was the only time I have ever had the satisfying interaction of putting a Karen in her place. Every other time, they either got free things, steep discounts, or some other ridiculous accommodation. I was a bit nervous that she might go speak to my store manager and that I might be reprimanded for my attitude. But thankfully, nothing else came of it. I later told the bakery manager and thankfully, she seemed to get a kick out of it too. But it's moments like that that I still remember fondly, even though I no longer work in the service industry. The original poster is seriously my hero. They did something that all of us who have worked customer service wish that we could do at some point. Put an entitled Karen in their place. I mean, seriously, what was this Karen thinking? She was legitimately opening up all these packages and hand-selecting all the buns that she wanted? Like, that is seriously an entirely different level of entitlement that you don't get to see very often. Not to mention that that is incredibly gross. And it's really relieving to know that the original poster threw out all the contaminated food. 
food. I mean, who knows where that lady's hands have been? And she's jamming it inside these baked goods just so she can pick out what she wants? I mean, honestly, who does that? That's incredibly weird. The original poster went on to explain that there are even gloves that are available for customers if they do just so happen to handle food when they're self-serving themselves. So good for this original poster for putting this Karen in her place because her attitude and demeanor was completely unacceptable. And in my opinion, this original poster absolutely did the right thing. My coworker seems like he's hitting rock bottom and having a mental breakdown, and I honestly don't know what to do. So I've known Jim for about seven years now, on and off. A little over a year ago, I was put on a small team with him and another guy to manage a work project. We all live across the country, but we're still friends even though we work remotely. I wouldn't say we're close friends, but I would not mind hanging out with these guys someday. He moved out of nowhere across the country, from California to Texas, then suddenly announced that his wife was divorcing him and taking the two kids. Around this time at work, he would begin to act kind of strange. He started talking about very intimate details about his life, especially when it wasn't very appropriate, or trailing off into long tangents out of nowhere. One that stands out to me was trailing off in a meeting with some employees under us. He went off, saying something like, you guys have always worked with me and been patient with me, unlike my ex-wife, who never did, and it means the world to me, honestly, or something to that effect. Just about this time, there was a tornado, and he suddenly didn't have any internet or power for a few days, so nobody heard from him. When he finally got to a new temporary location and started to clock in for work again, he was acting incredibly erratic, almost in a scary way. He would go on these long tangents. He had an idea for a database to keep important files, but anytime I asked if he had started making it, he literally hadn't even started it yet. This escalated to the point where he was on a Zoom call with us, pacing back and forth, ranting and raving about everything and anything. Anytime we tried to bring up work-related topics, he would tell us not to worry about it and swear up and down that he could use crypto to finance the future and kept ranting and raving about it. I'm 99% sure he never bought any, but who knows, he was all over the place. He would ask us for money and then no matter what we said, he would start talking about how with crypto, he could run some type of TikTok hype house and finally save us from all the 9 to 5 ridiculousness. None of it connected to anything or made any sense whatsoever. He wants to have me on his new company as a finance manager. Anytime we would ask him what kind of company he wanted to start or what this was all about, he would berate us for not thinking big enough, but never give us any sort of specifics beyond the same 10 to 15 buzzwords. Come Friday, Ted and I compared notes and it occurred to us that Jim had done effectively no work all week and had asked each of us to do all of his stuff for him independently. The handful of things he did trickled off through the past few weeks so slowly that we hadn't even noticed. This got to the point where we spent our last hours clocked in Friday, literally begging him to put a report together. Ted and I clocked out with Jim swearing he would take care of it immediately or we can put in a request to terminate him on Monday. But I'm 99% sure that report never got done. This morning, I woke up to an absolute essay of messages. 20 some odd messages about how he wants to reorganize his life and bring us all into his new world order with all of this being relayed at 4 in the morning. Some time during all this, he told me some very intimate details about his personal life that I would rather not share here. But most pressingly, it sounds like his wife won all their friends in the divorce. I genuinely don't know if this is laden undiagnosed mental illness or if he's on some kind of substance and having a mental break from the world's worst midlife crisis. But it sounds like nobody is even around to check up on him. I know for a fact that this guy has chronic sleep problems, both narcotics 
narcolepsy and insomnia. Whatever the cause, I'm genuinely worried about him, and I'm worried that he's gonna lose his job and end up homeless out of his delusions of grandeur come Monday. What can I do for this guy? Who on earth can I even reach out to? What should I do? This is a really tough one because honestly, from my perspective, I don't know if there's anything you can do. You can certainly report him to HR, and you can try and reach out in that way. Maybe they can have some kind of intervention or some kind of wellness check. I mean, they do know his address, but you on your end as an employee, seriously, there's not much you can do. And I think you're right. I think he is having some kind of mental breakdown because literally his entire life has fallen apart at the seams. And it really seems like his life is out of control. So hopefully things work out for this guy because from the sounds of it, it really does sound like he's going through a hard time. And I completely agree with you. If he doesn't get his act together or at least take some kind of sick days to get himself checked out, I honestly don't see him working there for very long, very soon. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.